welcome to Happy Dance the podcast. I hope you're having the best week. Today I wanted to chat about what I wish I knew when I started my business, my dance school journey. Uh, because looking back, you realise how much you've been through, how much you've grown, what you tried, what you failed at, what you tried and really succeeded at. And I think it's important to share those little moments along the way with the hope that you can avoid a few or come to the same realisation that I have a little bit faster than I did. So hopefully you'll find this valuable. As always, if you do, I would love to hear from you. Either drop me a review or DM me. I would love to chat. So one of the first things that I've been thinking about is the fact that people will leave. And it's probably one of the hardest things to deal with, to get over, to work through. I mean, I'm not saying I've got the all, all the all the answers because I still struggle with it after the summer holidays which seems to be when the mass exit is if anyone's leaving it feels like everyone leaves in the summer holidays because it's been such a big big gap but then there's always new blood coming through the door there's always new people being born that might love to dance and might love to take class from you but it's really hard when you've been teaching someone for five years for ten years or longer in some cases and they just leave with no rhyme, reason, sometimes without even letting you know, they just go right radio silence, cancel their direct debit, and you'll never you'll never know why, you'll never hear from them. And it took me a long time to be at a place where I am now where I'm semi-okay with it. I'm not going to say I'm fully okay with it, because I still have moments where I'm like, oh, but I love dancing with them, and they loved it so much, why, it's so rude, etc, etc. But, one way that I've tried to look at it is to go that I obviously gave them what they needed. So whether it was just that boost of confidence before they went to school with my preschool classes to make them comfortable away from their parents, whether it was um, a release of all the stress they've been going through with their GCSEs or A-levels to just come to class and just enjoy dancing for the two hours and then go back to the rest of their day and their life. Um, I obviously gave them what they needed and I know that I gave every single student that's come through my door my 100%. I've given them all my passion and my love and my care and hopefully creating some really lovely memories for them that they will treasure as they get older. And as you go through your teaching journey and you get those students that then start to have kids and things, you'll realise that actually you have had such a big impact even if they weren't with you for their entire childhood their entire life um one example is my sister actually ended up working with a mum who came to my classes when I first opened with her two girls and when my sister started working with this mum her two girls were now like college age university so this was like a good 10 years after I'd had anything to do with them and they came to this summer workshop that was Willy Wonka themed and once they'd all signed up I sent them all the info as a golden ticket tucked inside a little chocolate bar I think it was like a galaxy bar or something because I remember hunting high and low for chocolate bars that you could take the first wrapper off without actually unwrapping them so like galaxies I don't know if they still are actually used to be wrapped in like a foil and then there'd be like a paper sleeve over the top. And that's what I wanted. Because I wanted to take the paper sleeve off. And replace it with a Wonka bar one. And then tuck my golden ticket inside. And 
my sister and her were just chatting about things that she wants to do with her kids and how her kids are grown up and she suddenly mentioned oh my god we went to this amazing summer workshop at a dance school near here that did these golden tickets and they kept going on about it and the the crafts were amazing the dance show at the end was phenomenal and all this and I was like that was me my sister rang me and was like oh my god there's this parent that I now work with that remembers your one workshop her kids attended years and years and years ago and so you never know what impact you're going to have on someone's life and so I think even if they leave as long as I've had a positive impact on their life while they were with me if I've even made them the tiniest bit more confident or the tiniest bit happier that's a success in my book and I can sleep easy that I did everything in my power to make it the best experience possible for them a few things that I've um, put into processes and created systems for to try and stop the mass um, drop off at summer and that have really helped I'll probably do another podcast on it because I could talk about that subject for hours I've just started talking and I'm like oh god I could list a hundred things but a few of them that we do is we do a monthly feedback so Every month we will pick a class or we usually do it by letters now because we've got too many students to do it class by class by class. We'd be here for, it would take us more than a month to do all the classes. But um, so we'll do like all the two pluses that begin with an A in Whitum, so, and message them once that month, not once a month, that month, um, just saying how they've gone, how they've progressed and things. Because unless the parents are in class, I think sometimes children are rubbish at telling parents what they've been up to. I'm sure if you have kids, you'll know. You'll ask them, what have you been up to at school? And you'll get, like, some random response, like, I went to the toilet three times. They're like, oh, well, we were there for, like, five hours. I'm sure you did a lot more than that. But that's the one thing they'll tell you. And it's the same with class. They'll come out and they'll be like, I was line partners with Sarah. And that's it. And you're like, no, we did a lot more than that in class. And just those little check-ins... So everyone will get a check-in once a term is how we now work it. If you're a smaller class or a smaller school, you might be able to start off checking in with everyone every month. And then as you grow, it will get further and further apart. But we make sure that everyone gets an email from us once a term just to say, hey, so-and-so is great. These are the things we've really loved that she's done in class. These are the things that she's really working hard on and we're seeing improvements in. Um, we'd love to hear any feedback from you. And it just keeps that conversation flowing, keeps them in the loop which has really helped with um, people leaving at the end of terms and things. But our retention rate, if you like, I'll do another podcast on retention because I think it's such an important subject because once you've got them in the door, that's then past the first hurdle. Once you've signed them up for the term, that's the next hurdle. And then keeping them every term is a hurdle in itself. So I think there's so much we can all learn from each other from it. So I'll make sure to share my ideas on a later podcast. Um, one of the other things that I've learned, and I can't remember who said this, but it's a phrase that's now living in my head, like rent-free for the last year. And it's that no matter what your business is, we are all in recruitment. And I think when we break it down, it's such a clever idea and it's so true. We are all in recruitment, no matter what industry we're in, what style of class. We are recruiting teachers, we are recruiting students, we are recruiting their parents 
to join our school to sign up for what we do to believe in us and so thinking of it that way makes everything so much easier when it comes to like marketing and advertising it because when you were writing an advert or anything like that you'd think of it as what's my ideal client how can I best serve them etc 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 but we almost don't think of that day to day we just think of it once a term when we're writing that plan but thinking the whole time in my head we are all in recruitment I think of it now like I'm writing a job advert for my ideal student so like I have the power to hire that student or that dance parent or even that teacher um what would I list what would the skills be that I'd want them to have what kind of person would fit with my studio and how would I recruit them because I don't know if you've hired your first second third hundredth teacher yet um but it's a two-way street it's almost more about them choosing you than you choosing them because you want to be a good fit for them as much as you want them to be a good fit or you to be a good fit for them and them to be a good fit for you so by thinking of it as that I think of it like these are the people that we want through our door we want dancers that love what they do that are really passionate to learn and that are intrigued by everything you're going to teach them so when I'm chatting via social media to people when I'm creating Instagram story I'm always thinking in the back of my head what who am I trying to recruit who am I trying to reach and it really helped me grow because who's a good fit for me might not necessarily be who's a good fit for the dance studio down the road in the reverse someone that hates what I do might love what the dance school down the road does and that's fine and it's about being honest and showing this is what I offer these are the type of parents these are the type of students that I'm looking for do you fit that mold great come on in so my criteria is basically I look for parents and guardians that just love their kids to pieces that want them to be happy and successful and would do anything for them that are going to drive them to class every week and sign them up for the shows and sign them up for the workshops and just be all in just love it and just be a ray of sunshine as they walk through the door that would be my ideal obviously we have a selection we have some that turn up just for that hour love it go home don't think about it for the week and then come back the next week come in for the hour love it go home and that's completely fine like that is that makes me happy as long as it makes them happy I'm a very happy bunny (laughs) that was a lot of happies in one sentence wasn't it I suppose it is called happy dance for a reason that is my mission in life in work in personal life is I just want to make people happy I just want to be a real positive impact on all the people I meet so that is the type of person I want to recruit someone that fits that criteria that that is what they want from a class is to go in and leave happier than when they walked through the door at the start that they've learned something they've enjoyed it they've grown they've been challenged everything like that so that's one thing that I've really been thinking about a lot in the last kind of year or so that I think I didn't realize when I started how important it is to really think about who you want to recruit because we are all in recruitment whether we're looking for teachers students parents halls we're all trying to recruit them to believe in our business to believe in our 
passion. So I think that's super duper important. The next thing I wish I'd known is that you need to market 365 days a year because most of the time you'll post something and 10 people will see it, 100 people will see it, 1,000 people will see it, but they might not do anything about it until they've seen your post seven times or 10 times. They say there's like a really kind of scary but realistic figure that your marketing you do now will you'll see the rewards of in like six months to a year's time because people are so busy news feeds especially on social media are so fast paced there's so many people trying to get your attention all the time so it's not shocking really when you think about it but the fact that you have to make sure you're posting every day is quite daunting and that doesn't mean that I'm saying you must post every day, sit on Facebook, sit on TikTok for hours and hours and hours. I'm saying make sure that you've blocked out an hour, two hours to create your content for the week, schedule it and then forget about it until the next week and then schedule the next lot. And it's also a great way of being open and honest with what goes on inside your classroom because like I said earlier, students very rarely will tell their parents what's what's actually going on they'll tell them one thing we did skip scroll from the corner and that'll be it they'll tell them about the whole hour class whereas obviously you've planned this amazing lesson jam-packed full of value and beautiful technique and really challenging corner work and things like this to make them grow and to make them develop into the best answers and the best humans they can be and so by posting just little snippets every day and showing oh this is what we did in this class this is what we did in this class this is how so-and-so started the term and this is how they've ended and look at their growth and look at their progression is so useful because not only are you showing your clients you've got already is also helping you recruit new ones because they're seeing this is what their class looks like and I can see that it looks this way consistently it's not like oh on january they had one week that they really worked on their skips look at those skips and then they haven't posted for six months and now in november they did something for fireworks night and it's just kind of sporadically dotted whereas you won't hear every person every time so by being consistent and posting something every day you know you'll hit everyone eventually and everyone multiple times because people need to keep seeing things to be reminded they'll go oh so and so really like that i might i might must tag them in it and then the kettle will boil or the phone will ring or little jimmy can't find his shoe and the moment's gone and they haven't done anything with it but the next time they see it they might be sitting down in front of the telly waiting for the ads to finish and they're scrolling and they see your post about Susan's done some amazing kicks from the corner. Look at her pointy toes. We've finally nailed it. And she's like, oh, my daughter would love that. Let me message her. And that'll be the time it will hit. But if you're not consistent, if you're not posting every single day, you will miss those moments and you will let customers walk out the door or chase them away. (laughs) For want of a better word. Um, So, yeah, posting regularly is so important. And it took me a while to get into the rhythm of it and to learn that the way I find it easiest is to 
schedule my friday mornings is my day i can't create content between 9 and 11 i batch it all out so i take all the photos and things i've taken in class i put them in the right formats for the right profiles and the right social media schedule it all and then all i need to do is just chat with anyone that's got questions so it's not going oh god what do i put today what do i put today so that has really really helped me and the final thing that i've been thinking about that i really wish someone had told me and that i knew sooner was to post progress not perfect to post everyone post the worst dancer in your school as well as posting the best because kids kids can see and parents aren't stupid if you're always taking photos and videos of little shannon because she's got the most beautiful point and so your instagram stories your instagram reels are just full of her Oh, full of like the same five kids saying, this kid's amazing, oh my God, she's working so hard, look at this medal she's won, look at this, look at this. Obviously that kid and that mum's going to look great and it's obviously something for the children that aren't quite at her level to look up to. But at the same time, there might be a kid that came to you that couldn't skip, did skips on one leg forever and finally nailed it. And is it as perfect and as beautifully turned out with pointed toes and lovely elevation as Jessica's skips? No. But for her, she has grown so much and she has succeeded and worked her socks off to get herself to that point. And that deserves as big a cheer as Shannon getting her sixth gold medal. Like, it's, I think it's just as important to post her... Another reason that I'm so passionate about this point, actually, is because when you're first signing your kid up to class, they are not going to be a perfect Shannon. They are going to be usually the worst ones in your class because you haven't taught them anything yet. So if they look at your Instagram and they just see all these perfect, flexible, gorgeously turned out dancers, yes, they're going to think, oh, look what my kid can eventually become. But they're also going to think, how intimidating for my child to have to go in that's never danced before, in with all of these beautiful, professional-level dancers. It's not realistic. And your bread-and-butter student won't be the one that's going to be the prima ballerina that's going to win every single medal. Because there can only be one gold medal in a competition, can't there? There can only be one first place one second place one third place but there might be 20 places in that heat and celebrating that person that's just done their first competition and yes they only placed 20th or they placed 18th or missed out and placed fifth and didn't get a trophy or a badge or anything that's that's just as exciting as just as hard working and just as much of a reward as the person that came first and I think it's really important that we celebrate all our students and their personal journeys. As everyone wants to feel like they're celebrated, that their success is seen and that they're appreciated. Like, I know we've all had jobs where we've worked our butts off and our boss, our manager's not even said thank you or, oh, I saw that you stayed late yesterday. I really appreciate it. Like... I've noticed that you do that a lot and I'll try and make sure that the shifts work better or whatever it is. It's always important to make people feel seen, to feel appreciated, to feel 
relevant. And I think we can do that by showcasing everyone, for showing the progress, not the perfect. And also one thing I love is having that footage of my two-year-old that's learned to skip and then when they're 18 and have just placed gold, I can pull that bit of footage out the archives and be like, look, look at where you started. This was when you first nailed a skip or when you first started practicing your skips and you've just done the most beautiful point dance in our show or whatever it is. And so I think it's so important to celebrate the journey as well as the end results. And it will give you so much more material to market with if you're constantly filming little snippets. Like, oh, so-and-so's working super hard today. Let me take a photo and shout out about it. Let me... Oh, so-and-so was so kind to our new child that came today. Let's take a little picture or let's take a little video of them helping each other put their shoes on and I'll send it to the mums. I'm sure they'll love to see it. And it's those check-ins that, going back to my starting point, really help with retention and helping them not walk out the door. And if they do, you know that you had a massive impact on their life for the better. And what more can we ask for? Like, we're all in this industry because we love it and because we want to be our own boss and we want to share our our love and our passion for what we do. So I think there's nothing better than shouting from the rooftops about how amazing all our students are, not just the ones that are really hardworking or really naturally gifted or that have been coming to us since they were two and are now 18, I think it's so important to share everyone, to show all the progress, not just the perfect. So these are just a few things that I wish I'd known when I'd started and I hope they're helpful and I hope that you've enjoyed my ramblings as normal (laughs) and got some real value from it. I hope you have the best day and I'll see you next week. Bye!